Hey everybody, this is Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. For any new patrons, uh, usually I help Scooter edit the show behind the scenes a little, but once in a while I'll take a recently aired show, I'll add some music or some sound design to it, and Scoots will release it as a Super Deluxe special edition version as a little bonus extra way to say thanks to all of you who are supporting the podcast. So, as I always say right at the top of these, thank you so much for being a patron. And let's hop in to another Super Deluxe special edition. fun to try something new for this week's Super Deluxe. I know that um, once in a while Scoots releases intros only episodes. So I was thinking about that idea of listening to a number of intros and uh, I thought we could do an art gallery of Scooter intros. So I want you to close your eyes for a second and imagine you're in a nice old art gallery. You've just walked in. It's quiet. There's no one else there. It's got nice, sort of low, warm lighting. And the art show that you're there to see is a series of rooms all playing different intros from the recent uh, Otter Things series. So you'll hear your footsteps as you walk from one room to another. You'll hear a different intro in each one of those. And hopefully over the course of the next hour, that can lull you into some sleep. Welcome to the sleepy gallery of scooter intros. I do really hope this helps you get some sleep. And good night. This nice, this safe place, all picked out. It's all set aside for you. You can pick out your part of the safe place uh, 
And you don't even have to pick it out, actually. You could just lie there and be like, yeah, somewhere over there. Can you imagine that? That could be a new kind of mo sleepy movers. Now, just hear me out. Like, uh, it's probably the wrong time to talk about this, so I'll try to come back to it. Sleepy movers, because I better explain what the podcast is to new the newest listeners. Welcome. What I'm also going to do, in addition to taking this safe place and letting you uh, arrange, have me arrange it for you, is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, uh, creaky, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. Oh boy, I'm gonna be, I'll be off topic and then I'll be back on topic and then I'll be off topic again. Uh, superfluous, what did I say? Pointless meanders, superfluous dialogue, extra words. Sleepy moves. I got the only moves I got are sleepy. You say all those moves. Scoots, so, you, so you've been working on your moves, huh? Oh boy, have I. Oh yeah, you, you, Scoots has got moves. The moves that put you to sleep. Uh, and I said, well, those moves weren't intended to put anybody to sleep. Those were supposed to be my, you know, if I had my fancy moves, my hot moves, my smooth moves. None of those put you to sleep too. Oh boy. Uh, so, okay, what's uh, pointless meanders? Oh, all to take your mind off of stuff and be here, actually, to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, a couple of things to know. One, I'm glad you're here. Uh, two is uh, this podcast normally takes two or three tries to get used to. A recent reviewer said one or, f you know, somewhere between one and four times. Give it one or four tries. And the reason for that, one, is like if you're listening to a sleep podcast, you're probably naturally skeptical and doubtful about it. You say, hmm, what is this you're getting me into here? Or what are you really up to? So there's that, uh, which is totally normal. Like if you're doubtful or skeptical, I'm a skeptic uh, most of the time. Except when I'm in that other thing, gullible. Most, well, I guess most of the time I'm gullible. But the rest of the time, I'm skeptical because I'm so gullible. Talk about a paradox. I've been working my whole life to try to get out of that. Uh, maybe today's the day. I say, you know what, I'm going to be open-minded, uh, but, but with, you know, limits. I guess that's what I'm striving for. So hey, there's a problem solved. I mean, maybe, but... Uh, oh, so, but you're here. I'm here to help you fall asleep, so... If, if you're doubtful or you're not sure, this podcast is very different than everything out there. So give it a few tries and just see how it goes. I will tell you this. Uh, what was I going to tell you? I forgot. Um, oh, so if you're new, a couple of things to know other than this podcast is strange. One, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You kind of barely listen and you kind of do that by just kind of saying, hmm, okay, I'm going to pay attention here for a few minutes and see how it goes. Well, uh, he's kind of not talking about anything. Maybe I don't have to pay. So you kind of let it bounce off your ears or let me kind of go out of focus. Just kind of barely listen. Kind of like this moving sleep company I'm coming up with next. Uh, so there's that. So don't. this is a podcast, the one podcast you don't listen to. 
The other thing is this is a sleep podcast, but believe it or not, it's more here to be here while you fall asleep and to take your mind off of stuff. And my job is to walk at your side and, and kind of distract you while you fall asleep or while you drift off. I guess another part of my job is to ease you into bedtime, which kind of segues nicely into the other thing that new listeners can find a little bit uh, off-putting, but I guess would be one way to say it is the structure of the show. The show starts off with a greeting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, because I'm so happy that all of you are here, and I want you to feel acknowledged and seen. That might keep me up later. Yeah, whatever is keeping me awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. That's exactly what I'd like to do. I don't think I can do it in a straightforward way. But the way. 
way I'm going to do it, and I did get distracted because I was supposed to remember something, and now I can't remember what I was supposed to remember, so I got to apologize to the listener who tried to remind me. Uh, hopefully I'll remember what they told me to remember, but I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic, I'm going to get mixed up and confused, oh boy, all of those things. Upcoming on the, this episode of Sleep With Me, pointless meanders, creaky dulcet tones, holy moly. Uh, superfluous tangents, ideally creating a safe place to take your mind off stuff as you drift off. Now, a few important things to know if you're new. One is, uh, if you're new, is it that uh, this show does not work for everybody. Though there are a few people it has worked for immediately. Like 90% of people say that the first two or three tries they didn't like the show or they were feeling ambivalent or uncertain or uh, skeptical or they just weren't into it. And sometimes that's because you have expectations of something different and sometimes it's because you're just waiting to see what happens and then the second or third time you realize, well, nothing's really happening. So, like, uh, then, then you can, so just kind of, so if you're having any of those reactions, it's totally normal. I mean, creaky, you say, how many other podcasts have creaky dulcet tones? And you say, I don't know, the, the, that, uh, the Barn Door cast has creaky dulcet tones. Uh, uh, the old garage, old wooden garage door podcast has them. Um... That one podcast from the swamp, I don't know which one, I can't remember what it's called though. Uh, what else? Uh, the, uh, the Creaky Dulcet cast, actually, they have the sweetest voices, but they talk about, uh, I think that's just a tribute cast. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, okay, uh, what was my point? I don't know about that one either, Scoots. So. Oh, so the first thing to know is, yeah, this podcast does not work for everybody, but for 90% of the people that it worked for, it took two or three tries. Which, you know, that's kind of actually 100% better than most sleep solutions. I'm not trying to brag, but uh, maybe even more than that. I'm not good at math either. Because usually for me, it's the opposite. I try something once and it works, or and I try it again, it might work. Uh, and then the third time I try it, it doesn't work anymore. Or whatever the other things that said, oh, it made me groggy the next day. Or, oh, I woke up, you know. So sleeping so actually works the reverse of most sleep solutions. Say most of the time, it's the first time it doesn't work. Uh, it drives you up a wall. Uh, but then the second or third time, it gets more effective. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm laughing because I didn't realize the irony. I made almost 900 episodes. Or this may even be around 900. I don't even know. So that's pretty funny to me. I'm sorry, but, but it is. They say, wait a second. This is one of the few sleep, sleep solutions that doesn't really work initially, but then it starts to work regularly. So give it a few tries because there's really, there's really no investment other than your time. So just kind of see how it goes. Also, don't try to, this kind of go, piggybacks on that. Don't try to make sense of it. Uh, there's another thing I never thought of that doesn't go with bedtime, but I got to point out piggybacking. No piggybacking. Well, okay, there are exceptions leading up to bedtime, but we'll get into that. But uh, so, 
uh, yeah, give it a few few tries and don't try to figure the podcast out. It's best consumed in a loose, out of focus way because it doesn't make any sense initially or later on. You say, wow, as soon as I realized it doesn't make any sense, I got in that Scoots would, if Scoots was heading towards a point, he would go in a different direction. And building on that, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. You could just barely listen. And it's not so much meant to help to put you to sleep as to be here as you fall asleep to keep you company as you drift off. So it's more of like your bedtime companion. I, mean, I try to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar bestie versus uh, something more grand. But though being a boar bestie, you can't really do better than that, can you? Which is like your best boar friend. Best boar friend. BBF. Uh, BBFs. Uh, best friends, right? BB. Best. How come it not there three letters in best? Best. Best friend. Best BBF. Don't they say BBF or they just say BF? My best friend. Yeah, I'm your BBF. Your best boar friend. I may be missing something in there, but as you know, that's one of the keys to the podcast. Those are a few things to note. The other thing that can get throw people off is the structure of the show. And uh, I guess the reason, someone reminded me recently, they were like, Suits, can you remember to mention in the intro uh, something? And then I said, no problem. I'll tell you, like, uh, just, you might have to remind me again. And I think it's that some people, the podcast works for the first time, uh, but it could be something else. And I'll try to find the email and reread it.
place where you can sit a sit. All you need to do is get a bed, turn on the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Oh, what I'm going to attempt to do, so I already said this, create a safe place where you could set aside. So yeah, get back to that safe place. I'm going to smooth it, I'm going to pat it, I'm going to rub it down. And I'm going to say safe place. And then what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic, like a, I'm going to like go off topic. That's what pointless meanders can kind of are. I'm going to misspeak. I'm going to like use word fragment words, fragmented words, fragment words. Uh, fraggle, if there was fraggle words, I don't know, does it, who many, how many people, I don't think I've talked about the fraggles in a while, if I have, it, it, it hasn't even been in the intro. Fraggle's a good word for a sleep podcast, uh, you see, but the people would say, it, listeners would say, but none of that fraggle rock, maybe put on some fraggle, some smooth fraggle, or some easy fraggle, I say, no problem, fraggle easy or fra- easy fraggle? You see, maybe you should go out. Okay, so I'm going to send my voice, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, all to take your mind off stuff as you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, a couple things to know uh, off the top. If you're, you're unsure about this show initially, that's perfectly normal. This podcast is very different, so I want to give you some information uh, to try to help you. One is that if you're waiting for this to start or make sense, it's better to consume this podcast very loosely and very out of focus uh, because it, it doesn't ever start to make sense. You say, when are you going to get to the point? I say, well, that's kind of the point. Is I never bear, you know, I, there's no points in, a sleep pod, in my sleep podcast. There's just, you know, rounds and... Uh, bends. I try not to, you know, I try to keep, the only thing, you know, I try not to keep it pointing because it, just in case you're sleeping in a waterbed or in general, you say, I prefer no, like, uh, I mean, I'm sure you, maybe you have a partner that has pointy elbows or ankles or whatever. And you say, I got to deal with that at night or my dog, you know, with the, and I say, okay, yeah, I'm not, no points here. So can you just, if you try to figure out this podcast, you could, but maybe do that during the day. Like, so if you're new, just kind of wait and uh, barely listen. This is the one podcast you barely need to listen to, and you barely have to pay me any mind. Uh, so just, if you can, see how it goes. Now, I know initially that's asking a lot, and, and I understand, because you say, I'm skeptical, I'm doubtful, I'm not sure how to feel about this, because it doesn't sound like a regular podcast. And I say, yeah, you're right about all of those things. And most listeners, literally, I just read a review where someone said I like loathed the podcast, and then I listened a year later, and now I'm a regular listener. And that's a pretty common review. So give the show a few tries, see how it goes. Very rarely does it work on the first listen. So that's one thing. 
Uh, the next thing is that, uh, okay, wait, so barely listen. Oh, this is really a podcast to keep you company while you fall asleep and not so much to put you to sleep. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff and be here as you fall asleep. So, yeah, that's one thing, is, uh, or that's the second thing. So this is a podcast you don't need to listen to. Not really here to f- put you to sleep. I, I guess that's ironic, but uh, not ironic, but paradoxical. Yeah, more of your boyfriend, well, more if you're new, applying to be your boyfriend or your boar bay or your boar sib or your boar cuz or your boar bestie and uh, yeah so that, that's uh, the the next thing to know if you're a regular listener i'm so glad you're back uh, and happy that you're here too holy cow thank you so much for coming back and give me giving me your time so, okay, so, but if you, but, but for the new listeners, I do want to fill you on a few more things that can throw new listeners off. Other than, oh, creaky dulcet tones, that's another thing. And pointless meanders, like creaky dulcet like a door. That's kind of how my voice sounds, which, again, is something you kind of have to adjust to because a lot of people expect a sleep podcast to be a little bit more dreamy. And that's not how my Nana describes me. She said, he's not a dreamboat. He's more like a, a scow. If I had to describe it, my, 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 my scooter. See, Nana, can you not call me my scooter? Because that already, like, uh, I guess that like, negates me being a dreamboat anyway. Yeah, he's more of a scow. Than, like, and you know what they carry? You know what normally they carry in scows? I see, Nana, okay, well, it's a, like, yeah, I guess I have a lot of utility. Thanks, Nana. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, I don't know what they had to do with the podcast, but so, uh, okay, so if you're a regular listener, oh, give it a few tries. Okay, structure the show is the other thing that can throw new listeners off uh, strongly and understandably because we're not structured like most podcasts. And again, like your your natural expectation when you start a sleep podcast or any podcast is different than what this podcast is. Now, I guess that's what makes it work for the people it works for. It just doesn't work for everybody. So I really hope the show works for you. If it doesn't work for you, you could always go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you to check out other sleep podcasts. So, okay, so those are two things. The next thing to know... Other than that, oh, structure of the show. So the show starts off with a greeting. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. That's so everybody can feel seen and say, hey, welcome, come on in. This is a safe place I'm trying to create. And uh, settle in and get comfortable. Then there's business. That's how we bring you this podcast. It takes a lot of work, believe it or not, uh, to produce uh, twice a week for free. So it's a pretty good deal.
establish a safe place. Another technique I'm going to use, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, which is how my voice sounds, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. Like, like I said, I'm going to, sometimes my mixed up words, be, like I realize those are real words like boysenberry, which again is not spelled how I would think to spell it. Uh, and smell it, I don't know. But also, this is a fair question. Is a boys, is that a real thing? Or is that one of the great corporate berries that have been not, um, but I mean, is it a corporate berry? Uh, I mean, I've heard of boysenberry pie, but I didn't know if it was like boysenberry pie, like, uh, there's no berry, no berries are included in the spot, but it is delicious. And I said, well, it is delicious. Uh, uh, so we'll come back to that. But yeah, basically, here's the thing. If you're, if you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back. So good to see you. Like, what should I do with your feet tonight? Okay, by the way, I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm really impressed. Okay, do you want your feet in or? Okay. Okay, what about one foot in, one foot out? Uh, what if I build a tent using your toes uh, so for airflow? And then if you decide you want full, like, then you can just pull your feet back and the tent will close. Okay, yeah, or I could do it with this uh, book here. And then you could just kick the book right out of bed. And you could do, maybe that would be something uh, empowering. Maybe that could be a new thing we all do. You see, hold on, Scoots. I thought you were introduced. Okay, well, I'm just working with the new... Usually I talk to the new listeners, but this is an idea for regular listeners. You see, okay, Scoots, this sounds like one of your wild ideas. It is. Uh, you take a book, uh, preferably a hardcover book, You probably not unabridged, but you know, I'm thinking about something like one of those Reader's Digest... Uh, abridged uh, summaries of bu a bunch of books because those are usually pretty sturdy you know or a funk and wagnalls encyclopedia you know we can't get enough of saying funk and wagnalls uh, and you t set it up like in a uh, a what a a-frame situation parents went away on a week's vacation yeah no no this is different so at the foot of your bed and then you use that A-frame as a superstructure to tent the end of your blankets. Uh, then you could place your feet either on the air hole on the other side of the A-frame superstructure or on either side. You could decide. And what will that accomplish, Scoots? Well, one, airflow. Uh, two, th this is more important, actually, than the airflow. Gives you a feeling of control uh, and options. 
Okay, Scoots, tell me more. Well, okay, so one, you know, okay, the bed, like, depending on what's at the foot of your bed, I obviously got to think about that. Uh, because if I, when I have a guest, I don't have a guest room. And when I set up my guest bed, it's actually at the foot of my bed. So I couldn't do this if I had a guest laying, like, sleeping on a mattress on my floor. Uh, so just in case anybody's in that situation, so you so you have the 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 book there, the bed book, bed book, uh, now available from the Sleep with Me store. It's an old book uh, that goes in your bed. It's a bed book. Uh, but so then you could say, okay, well, I, I like this. My feet, I, I like this feeling of airflow with my feet, or I can put my feet in. Like you could put your feet out. You'd say, hey, Tozy Poos, you want to go look outside the out of the comfort and the blanket? Go on down there. Peek around. See what you see. And then they could come back. Uh, but then you could also, for a couple different reasons, you could say, well, I prefer uh, to get my feet now fully enclosed in my comforter and blankets. So you just kick that uh, the book out of there. Or it could be something symbolic or less than symbolic where you say, you know what, this book is, I'm fed up with this uh, airflow. And then you don't have to kick the book, you just push it forcefully out of your bed. Or it could be a way you could do, like, release some other feelings. If you have a partner that's sound asleep and snoring, you could say this pushing, this, like, uh... Uh, forceful pushing of this book out of my bed symbolizes the strong feelings I feel uh, and now I'm ready for bed it could be one more part of your bedtime routine so that's just an option I thought of just now now if you're a new listener holy moly I'm late to the game already a couple things to note which maybe you figured out this is a podcast that barely ever gets to any points doesn't go anywhere but it kind of does It takes forever to get there, so if you're new, try to barely pay me any attention, and I know that's hard when you're new, like you really have to learn that, but wait, he's serious, he doesn't want us to pay any barely attention, we could pay attention to him, but we don't need to, and if you try to pay too much attention to me, uh, that's when it's like,
pillow, or maybe I'm right here, 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 but I'm swung here, and I don't know if you can sense it, but I'm smoothing, and I'm patting, and I'm rubbing down this safe place. One of the ways I do it is I send my voice across to the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, cranky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I go off time, so that means I go off, so that means cranky, dulcet tones. It means that my voice is a bit different. It's not melodious or catchy. Uh, or you say, well, it's, yeah, creaky dulcet tones. It's a sound you, you, you're aware of. Uh, I mean, I always use the morning dove. Uh, and I know there's a lot of morning dove fans out there. But for the most part, and I, I stand firmly in this place, uh, morning doves come in and out of my awareness. Like, like, literally, I don't know if this would happen because I'm not a bird. Like, I'm a bird. I'm, a, I'm not a birder. I'm a fan of birds, though. But you test this out. Now, not every place in the world probably has a morning dove. Uh, so maybe there's another a dove with an interesting sound. I don't think a morning dove makes a, like a cooing-type sound. And it's very distinctive. So maybe you have a common... And I'm not saying you're common uh, morning doves. I'm using it as a illustrative point, I guess. Uh, uh, like a like a, a bird that uh, sounds pretty often, or that you assume, and I'm making an ass out of uh, morning doves and me as normal. But maybe your area has a bird sound that's pretty common, and it could be. You say, well, but what about all the 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 singing birds are saying are rolling their eyes at me, or you know, giving me the the, the like this for a bird? You could give me the side eye. It's probably pretty. It probably is natural. And you say, okay, enough with the dad jokes about bird scoots. Okay, so, but so you, you, uh, the, for me, so the, I really like the morning dove sound. It makes me feel good. But I'm sure that uh, during 99% of my walks, uh, there's a morning dove sound. And I'm just not, you know, I'm consumed with my own stuff. Uh, but every once in a while I hear it and it triggers me to be in the moment. Or I'm trying to stay in the moment and I notice it. Now, what was my... Now, I, I rambled so much, I forgot my point. I mean, I guess my point was... Uh, send my voice... Low, oh, creaky dulcet tones. But you would never say... So the morning dove is a soothing thing, but you're not... It isn't like something that's... Like some of those tweeting birds, uh, especially when they start early, you could say, okay, enough with the singing. Great, the sun's up, but you're happy. I, I get it. Uh, or you're mating, whatever it is. Like, I'm not in the mood for it. Uh, with a morning dove, you say, oh, there's a morning dove. Now, I'm sure someone has a diary of when a morning dove moved in. The morning dove above, uh, you know, where I sleep or something that someone wrote a poem or an ode or an anti-ode. And they said, you know, like, I've learned to loathe the morning dove. Uh, that mo You know, I mourn every time, it, you know, that's, uh, I mourn my sleep is so lost. So that, but that's that's not what happens with this podcast. I mean, it does for some people. So creaky dulcet tones are, are, are it's so my voice. You see, well, it's kind of uh, memorable and forgettable at the same time. I guess that was my. I could have said it like that, but then I wouldn't have a sleep podcast. Creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I guess I don't have to explain that because uh, you know I just did an example of it. Uh, so if you're new. 
Well, first of all, if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I'm so happy to he- be here in your ears or nearby, uh, to be here to keep you company. So thank you so much for that. But um, what was my other point? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. Oh, so if you're a new listener, so a few things to know. This podcast does not work for everybody. But for the people it works for, it usually takes two or three tries. So see how it goes is what I would say. Give it a few tries and just see how it goes. That's what most listeners say over the years. They've said, like, uh, I've probably heard it like hundreds of thousands of times. Uh, So give it a few tries, see how it goes. Uh, That's the first thing. Now, also, if you're new, if you're skeptical or doubtful or unsure... Uh, that's another thing that's perfectly natural that's how most people arrive at this podcast you see this is confusing this person's I don't even know like uh, is this a sleep podcast or a podcast about oh antiodes and they say well no I don't think I could fill 50 minutes with antiodes Antiodes, uh, the breath mint for poets that uh, like it's the the breath mint that doesn't work uh, uh, so if there's no poetry in your heart, uh, and you want your breath to reflect that, uh, use antiodes. Uh, find them no, only in Scooter's Man- for sale in Scooter's Imagination. Hmm, antiodes. Uh, they don't, they, you don't say that when you have them. You, say, you don't say that. Uh, neither does anyone else. Antiodes.
could see, well, you see what's popping like. And I say, well, I don't exactly see it's not, uh, it's not the robot. You know it when you see it. Uh, but what I was really going to say is, like, thoughts just pop in your head. Like, what if, here's an, just a technique, this is another technique. Take, take a technique and build a technique with it. Because sometimes when I'm trying to go to bed, thoughts just pop in my head. And I, I was just thinking, what if we made those thoughts pop and lock? Or do any sort of, like, uh, dance moves you find entertaining, but difficult to do on your own? Like, uh, pop and lock, break dancing, it could be anything. Uh, like, uh, but, so you picture that in your mind, you say, oh boy, spilling milk on yourself, uh, when you had a suit on or something, you say, okay, that's not a memory I need to think about. I'm going to bed. But you say, okay, well, if the part of my brain, the representative image of that, the person, not the part, not the memory, you could picture yourself doing that. It'd be pretty cool. There's another technique we just found. If you do spill something on yourself, just start to dance right after it. Like, in, in a way, you say, well, I just spilled something. That's what I do when I spill something on myself. I dance. Uh, it's a dance of acceptance of my imperfection. Being imperfect makes me want to dance. Some part of my brain said, so do you dance all of the time? And I'd say, well, I'd strive to, like, honestly, within me. But I was going to say, what if the part of me that's bring, that popped that memory into my brain... Not necessarily the memory of me spilling milk on myself when I'm wearing a suit. Actually, the last time here, here's a, this is a, I'll get back to it. But the last time I was in a suit, uh, I was at a family function, and uh, then after the family function, this is about uh, 18 months. No, I don't know. It was 2019. Uh, after the family function, and I, I'm pretty sure this is what happened. Two, two, there's a buffet, you know, with uh, baked aziti was one of the things in the buffet. And it's like I didn't notice this till it was really embarrassing. So at some point, one of three things happened. While I was eating some baked aziti, it dropped into my lap. Uh, and then maybe I ground it into my, um, my, air, my lap area, if you know what I'm saying. It was still clearly baked CD. So that's one of the things that could happen. But I don't think that happened because I don't eat... I, like, if there's a buffet with baked CD, I don't think I would eat enough. Like, I'm usually not eating a lot of baked CD. If you're new, don't worry, I'll get back to you. This is an early tangent. You're in for a treat. Uh, but So I don't think that happened. So the other two things that could happen is, one... I walked... I, you know, just like Icarus, I, like, some reason my, my lower extremities like bumped up against some ZD like uh, and they say if you can't laugh at that what can you laugh at so that's another possibility but the third thing is what I think really happened is I gave a hug I knew one of the people that was running the buffet and so I gave her a hug I said holy cow uh, like uh, can you take a break and, and so maybe there was ZD on their apron and it got onto my uh, lap area. Now, after that, uh, which even if it was a hug, it was when I was getting ready to leave, but not when I left. So I probably still saw 12 to 20 members of my family and said goodbye to them with a groin full of ziti. 
also that'll be a book or an album I'll put out one day. Uh, I don't know, like a lapful ZD, you're right. Let's just go, you know, let's leave it subtextual. You're right. Uh, just two different, yeah, you're right, a lapful ZD. I think David Sedaris already wrote that. That was like a, probably in a, uh, so that's probably not, that's probably how I got to do a groin full of ZD. And then we had to go, so we left this buffet. Then we had to go, we went to a Walgreens uh, to pick something up. Then we went from to an Aldi, an Aldi's or Aldi's, so however you say that, uh, to pick uh, something up. Uh, for, yeah, we went from buffet, and then we still had to go again for like a coffee, and we had to bring something to the coffee. So we went to Aldi's to get that. And at some point when I was in the Aldi's, when either my brother said it to me or I noticed that I had a groin or a lap full of ziti. Like covered, like not just like, huh, is that ZD or is that, uh, you know, it was like, there was like pieces of ZD and ricotta, uh, like, uh, it didn't look like embarrassing. It looked like I like still had, it was like a, there was some sort of uh, mechanic, what's that called? Magnet, I had ZD magnetism. <laughs> it gets even better, I guess. You say, oh boy, you got a magnetic uh, thing going there with your ZD. So if I would have noticed that, I, at the time I just said, oh well, like uh, that kind of stinks because I only wear a suit like once every three years. And I wasn't planning on cleaning the suit for, for, until three years from now. So now I have to figure, and now that I just realized that my suit is still in my closet. 